Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, welcome to Lifestyle with Dr. Moby. And today we are honored with great guest, Hilary Russell with us. Hilary, how are you doing? So great, Dr. Moby. Thanks for having me on today. Okay, so I just will put out uh, her website and uh, you can check about her portfolio. But uh, let's learn from her. Uh, so tell us, uh, Hilary, uh, how would you define or would like your description here? Yeah, so the Russell Collective is a digital marketing and business automation agency. And we help businesses with their branding and with their digital marketing and to automate a lot of their internal processes so that they can save time. Mm -hmm. So, and that is uh, really a great, I think that's where most of nowadays everything is going towards is automation and digital digitalization or whether it's marketing whether it is operations and so forth so tell me how did you start uh, this business yeah i started in marketing about eight years ago as oh. um just in the digital marketing space but launched my agency it's been about a year now that i've you know been doing it myself and i have clients all across the nation that you know reach out for help with anything from their um, website to automating their client journey within their own businesses. Mm -hmm. And it's always been a passion of mine that I just absolutely love. I'm kind of a marketing nerd. So <laughs> um, I just love doing what I do. Okay. And so these are the, some of the solutions I think I would like to highlight. Um, so uh, tell me which social medias uh, do you deal with? Or yeah, so with the social media, we work on every platform on um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, um, Pinterest even, and really just do the best strategy for the particular business mm -hmm. to help them reach their audience and their target. Okay, so you increase your reach and you build excitement and then show the accomplishment. And that's, uh, you know, I think a great way to start with, right? And uh, so tell me, uh, you know, with all, uh, you know, with pandemic uh, going on, um, what has uh, basically helped or made it worse? Sure. I think that with the pandemic in the past year, it's really forced businesses, regardless of what industry you're in, it's really forced businesses to adjust to, um, you know, helping their clients online, uh, mm -hmm. being available more readily online. And so, you know, with um, the clients that I've worked with, I feel like there has been more of a need to make sure that your presence is mm -hmm. where everyone can find you online, whether that's social media or on Google searches or, um, you know, pulling up on different podcasts or things that people are listening to and just making sure that you're, you know, showing up in the right places. Mm -hmm. and, and so tell me out of these social media, which one are your favorites? Sure. So for social media, I particularly love Instagram. I feel like that's one of the best places to reach a wide audience because you can use hashtags in your posts that a lot of other um, individual users will follow. So if you're making posts for your business, you can use little hashtags in the um, captions to make sure that you're pulling up in front of different audiences. And that's uh, one of my favorite things. I also love the platform Pinterest 
because a lot of businesses don't necessarily use it as a traffic generator, but it is by far one of the easiest platforms to get traffic onto your website. Uh, oh. I've, yeah, I've had a lot of clients who we will set up, you know, 30 to 50 sometimes different Pinterest posts every single day for them. And it can easily become one of the highest traffic generators for your website. Mm -hmm. So, tell uh, me, you know, a lot of uh, these uh, websites are, you know, search engines are Google. Mm -hmm. So, and, or it could be known Google. Uh, so tell me how these media basically work. I mean, do they read what are you clicking or do they read basically, uh, you know, what you have uh, searched? Sure. So with the way that your Google searches work, mm -hmm. is that you mean? Yeah. So with Google algorithm, um, it's constantly changing. In fact, they just did another update about six months ago um, that's changed the way that searches happen and the way that you rank on those Google searches. But the advice that I would give, though, for businesses who are wanting to uh, make sure that they're ranking high and that they're building a strong foundation um, that the Google algorithm will pick up is to just constantly be building your credibility. Um, it's very easy to connect with other companies that are in your industry or other credible sources. Maybe ask them to do a guest blog on your blog so it will link to your website. Um, you can also reach out to other collaborators and connect with them to get those same type of backlinks. Um, another thing that you can do that's very low cost is publishing your Google listings. There's about 80 listings that Google really watches and it costs maybe $30 to do that. And um, you can instantly have those business listings in all 80 of those different places. So those are some of the tips that I would give for making sure that you're ranking high without spending a lot of money. Okay, so what you're saying is if you have uh, business uh, links out of Google and you're paying it, uh, that's worth investment because it's going to, uh, they are going to highlight most. And the same I've seen with Yelp, uh, you know, or uh, they want, you know, um, so I've tried both Google, Yelp, and, you know, um, so now is Amazon also jumping on this? Um, they do. Yes. Yeah. If you are, you know, if you're doing things through Amazon, there's different ways that you can boost your rankings there as well to make sure that you're pulling up in front of more people. So yes, I mean, you can definitely, I think a big one for Amazon is making sure that you have a lot of organic reviews that are coming in. And that's the same thing with Google as well. Um, there are, unfortunately, there are a lot of services out there that will offer you you know, 30, pay $30 and we'll give you 300 reviews, but they're fake reviews. And Amazon and Google both will watch for those. And if they see that type of um, thing happening, they'll shut down your account. So, you know, with, with Amazon and Google, I would recommend that you work really hard on getting organic reviews from your audience and from your clients that are really happy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I, I think uh, we do, uh, we have sleep uh, clinics and, you know, I, I'm a sleep physician. We do that uh, Google uh, review, uh, you know, from actual clients. Not right. So, so they, they are, 
I mean, some are, I have seen some would just go and they are, might, they're not really your, uh, you know, clients. Maybe somehow they are, uh, you know, they just go and write reviews no matter what. Yeah. And there's uh, people I find it uh, disturbing because some main time they write negative on all. If you look at all their reviews, most yeah. of them, I don't know why, but <laughs> I know I don't know why they do it, but it does happen. Yeah, and if that does happen to you, or if it's happened to your business where a review is left for your company and it's not a client and someone that you've never worked with you can flag that review to let Google know that it's not correct. And if they receive enough, you know, flags on that review, Google will actually remove it. Okay. They will remove. Okay. And what about if it's a review and the client is not as happy? So what is the remedy for that? Yeah. With reviews where it is a client that you've worked with that maybe is not happy. Mm -hmm. I don't think that that's a bad thing. I think that, if you are able to respond to their negative review in a very kind and um, you know amicable way, other people that come and see the way that you responded to that negative review will actually be um, that will be something that helps build trust to help them see that you are a real person and that you really do care about you know this experience that maybe this individual had that wasn't so great, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and so that's not always a bad thing. That just shows that you know that you have human connection and that you can uh, respond in a very kind and professional way to that type of review. Mm -hmm. And that probably is right because you know I don't think you know you can have hundred percent satisfaction mm -hmm. in your you know, let alone, uh, you know, I mean, we all uh, have, uh, you know, jobs and, uh, you know, our aim is to do our best and be kind and be, you know, helpful. But, you know, to please everyone is a diff very difficult job. Right. Yes, absolutely. And so, you know, if you can respond to those types of reviews, if they didn't have a great experience, and you know show the online world that you really do care about them uh, you know making sure that that was uh, or making up for it even right or um letting them know that you care that's going to show a lot for you as a business person as a business person yes, yes. and uh, also tell me a little bit about um, you know what are the tools uh, are you using to for uh, digital marketing Sure. So I think some of the most helpful tools for business owners, um, the first one I would suggest is Hootsuite. And that is a social media scheduling tool that will allow you to schedule out all of your social media posts so that you don't have to worry about doing it every, every day or every week. Um, that's going to save a ton of time because it's so important to make sure that your business is posted on all of the different business pages for your social media accounts to make sure that you're reaching those clients, but it does take a lot of time. So using a tool like Hootsuite can help out with that. Another, oh, go ahead. Uh, now, what is the name? I missed it. Hootsuite, it's H-O-O-T-S-U-I-T-E. Oh, oh, okay, okay, yeah. Hootsuite. Okay, I, I wasn't familiar with that. So they yeah. kind of post on your behalf to all these social medias? Right, so you can upload your content. So upload pictures and different things that you'd like to post. 
and it will schedule it out. So it will schedule it out across a certain amount of time. So as an example, I will usually schedule out posts on my different social media accounts for three months so that for three months I don't have to worry about posting anything. So that saves a lot of time. That is very good. Yeah, uh, yeah that is very good. And what about, um, are there certain days where people read more social media versus other? Yes, I highly recommend posting in the middle of the week. That's always the highest received um, time to post. Um, it's when people are kind of bored with their days, you know, in the middle of the week, they're just waiting for the weekend. And so a lot of times they're scrolling through social media. So the middle of the week, Wednesday, Thursday, uh, those are the best times to post. Mm. So those are the best times. Mm -hmm. Okay. What about uh, day or, or evening? which timing is better yeah it's honestly in the middle of the day and at night so really late at night like 8 to 10 p.m at night are going to be the best times um and it's kind of the time when people are you know maybe they're taking a break for lunch or mm -hmm. they are winding down getting ready for bed and um kind of winding down for the day so at the end of the day it's a really good time to to post then mm -hmm. So, so what you're saying is uh, they find it more interesting to scroll through social media because, you know, the week is not weekend and they are feeling that, you know, weekdays long. Right. right. Yep. Uh, yeah. Okay. And so tell me also about uh, what are the, you know, how effective or how cost effective uh, digital marketing is? Yeah, it really depends. So you can be as aggressive on your marketing strategy as you would like. Mm -hmm. uh, I have clients that spend anywhere from two to $5,000 a month on their advertising. Uh, but then, you know, you have individual businesses that are uh, a one man show, right? Mm -hmm. And those types of businesses, it probably doesn't make sense to spend that much on advertising and you are completely safe spending, you know, a lower amount, maybe 500 or um, a couple hundred here and there. And that's completely adequate. Um, it really depends. Your ad spend really depends on uh, how aggressive you want to be with your advertising and how many, um, you know, what result you want to achieve, how many um, people you want to get in front of. Mm -hmm. And uh, also uh, tell me a little bit about different markets. Um, I know you, you've been dealing with a lot. Is it different uh, digital? I, I have seen here in Northern Virginia, you know, the digital marketing or digital, uh, you know, footprint is more in downtown area or uh, DC and a little bit suburb. But once you go a little bit past that, uh, then, you know, it's not as strong or, you know, there are people, but it's the traffic is not as strong. Is that true? Yeah, there's the nice thing about digital marketing is that no matter where you're located, whether you are working from an office building in the city or you're working from home on, you know, on a home in, country, in the country, um, your digital presence can be global. And so that's the nice thing about marketing online is you are not restricted to a specific place. Um, your only restriction is how far you're willing to, you know, push your message. Mm -hmm. 
And the other thing is, you know, I have seen uh, certain generations, uh, you know, we have uh, so certain generations or uh, people who are tech savvy, they will use more, of course, mm -hmm. but those who are not into it, they would, it doesn't reach them for some reason. So I have, you know, we have few clinics in suburban areas and uh, even to do online forms for those population is very hard. They would oh. just do paper. Uh, they would not even fill the forms online. Really? Or even website. Uh, so uh, there is uh, quite a difference, you know, how uh, certain radius, and I think you can check it. Advantage is the digital footprints, you can monitor it very well. And you see how many clicks were done in this. I mean, everybody has that data, uh, how many clicks were done, let's say, for example, snoring, okay? Mm -hmm. so they, you can tell, okay, this zip code, this many, this many, this many. So, and then they can tailor based on that. But once, uh, you know, but it, it is interesting that a lot of problems, health problems, especially, are more in suburbs. Oh, yes. Okay, so so because, number one, they're not taking care of their health. Mm -hmm. Second is, you know, uh, so people who are more downtown area, they would actually are more health conscious. So I have a different set of disease in suburban areas uh, and uh, then in our, uh, you know, downtown area. Oh, interesting. So, uh, yeah, so it is very interesting. Yeah. Uh, so uh, my advice is always, you know, uh, look at everything because, you know, uh, people might be spending a lot of money and then, mm -hmm. uh, but they're not sick, you know. Right. Yeah, that's a really good point. And same thing with marketing, you know, look at look at your audience and really be particular about the message that you're sending to them. Mm -hmm. Like your example, you know how you have different types of diseases depending on where they are. You're going to want to if you're doing advertising, you're going to want to speak to the types of diseases and the things that that particular area is dealing with. Yeah. And not not uh, and and the other is they might not be as digital savvy. Right, exactly. So, so um, many times I have to um, actually uh, we had few patients and they would say no, they will just even with pandemic they will not do telemedicine. They will just come to the office and just uh, you know you don't have to. No, no, we don't want. To. We just want paper and pen. <laughs> Uh, so that's fine. You can welcome. To, you yeah, know, but those are you know clients are there actually. So we have uh, you know. So the, it's a very important you know the digital. Uh, there is a digital map. I guess everybody has that uh, you know they can figure out. But there are other areas which first of all might not have even internet, and then uh, even if they have internet, they don't know how to use the computer, right. and then um, they would never check Facebook and. They don't know what you're talking about. So right. those are, you know, those are always um, uh, challenging. So, uh, you know, but you're absolutely right. Digital, of course, uh, big market, big, big market. Yeah. Um, so so we have, uh, you know, but these are the strategies, I guess, that help more of the digital, uh, you know, footprints and so forth, right? Yeah. But t tell me what about uh, some of the difficulties you face? 
Sure. Well, I um, what you're explaining where, you know, you have a, a generation that maybe doesn't look at their emails or their social media. And so they're not going to see those advertisements. That's something that I've run into with a couple of the clients that I work with um, who, you know, maybe run a practice that serves um, like an older generation that maybe is not on online. And one thing, just to talk about that a little bit, one thing that we've done that has been really successful is instead of creating content or creating advertisements that are geared towards that generation who your clients would be, we have created advertisements that are the age for like their their children so it would be advertisements more geared towards um you know towards like my age where my parents my parents are not online they're not online very much but if you send me an ad that says hey hillary make sure that your parents are healthy bring them into our office you know that would be an ad that you could send to me and i would be like yes i, I we need to do that mom let's go you know <laughs> let's go yeah yeah that, 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 it's that, making that, sure that, yeah making sure that the message is going to the audience that you can get in front of that's going to mm -hmm. help get those clients in your doors mm -hmm. so there's some strategies you can do with that no no that is a very good point that you know the other family member and that does happen many times we are using app to do telemedicine and we have a grandkid or or even you know daughter or a son nearby yeah. or somebody uh, who's more and then they would help so we use their phone uh, uh to do that because they they can't even do anything yeah uh, so, so those are uh, that is so true uh, so i i would uh, any uh, uh, final thoughts uh, you have uh, for uh, my uh, audience I've appreciated so much you allowing me to be on the show today. And um, I would love to answer any questions that any of the listeners may have. My email address is here, info at therussellcollective.com. And I would be happy to help out with any marketing questions. Okay. Uh, I think, uh, first of all, I'll have a uh, lot of my marketing questions for myself. Yeah. <laughs> check with your company and then uh, definitely give feedback to my audience uh, but also i would like to emphasize that the website is not russell collective because that's what i tried before <laughs> another site came out and she is the russell collective yes the russell collective yes, yes yeah <laughs> So I did not know they already made another site by similar um, and it was confusing. So uh, TRC, that's I think uh, really a nice logo. Uh, so check her uh, website and um, definitely, you know, avail her services. I'm going to definitely get her advice and, uh, um, you know, go from there. Uh, so with that, uh, thank you, Hillary, for coming to our show and kind of giving us a great feedback back on all these and giving tips and so forth. You are welcome. Uh, Thank you, Dr. Moby. Take care. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>